Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. My name is Sam, if you don't know that already, and I'm going to be giving you mindset shifts to lose weight so you can become the most confident and unstoppable version of yourself in work and life. Seriously, I'm just going to be giving you doses of realness and reminders of how badass you already are. And so I'm really excited that you're spending time here and I appreciate you and love you so much. Now let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have a recurring guest because I love her so much and we had such a great time recording our last episode together, Carolina Stevens. And welcome, Carolina. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, Carolina is an empowerment coach and she has been so pivotal in my own journey and I wanted to have her on to have a follow-up conversation and to really dig into a lot of things that have been happening in both of our lives that I think both of our audiences can really relate to. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much, Sam. It's so awesome to be here again. And just, yeah, I just love what you do. And I'm so excited for this conversation. Yes, me too. Um, so tell me a little bit about like what's been going on in your life. We recorded an episode at the end of May. And um, for you guys listening, if you have not listened to our first episode, it's episode number 70. So go check that out um, and stalk Carolina because she's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram. <laughs> um, but since then, what's been new in your life? Well, a lot has happened, uh, Sam. You know, like in our last episode, I was focusing mainly on the healing aspect, you know, just really digging deep and finding those core wounds, healing them so we can have those breakthroughs and move forward. And so since then, I've actually invested a whole bunch of money in myself. I got myself a new mentor, which is so super excited. And I'm in the process of totally up-leveling my own mindset in my own life. And I just... Um, uh, got certified in another coaching modality which is called dream builders and mm. so now it's like this combination between the healing work which I totally and believe in and know how the power of it but also the technology of the dream dream builder modality which helps you step by step it's a proven process developed over 30 years that really helps you to manifest your dreams into reality and I think the combination of both is just super super powerful so I'm yeah excited for my own life and also for your life and yeah. all the listeners oh my gosh I'm so excited yeah when we hopped on like before we hit record I just looked at you I'm like you are glowing right now and it's just shining through this video and for you guys you can't see her right now but like Carolina is literally glowing. It looks like she just got a facial. And you can tell when someone has done something in their life where they are glowing. It's like the pregnancy glow, right? Or it's like the like, oh, you just had sex last night glow. It's like there is a glow about your energy and about your vibe. And it's so, so powerful when you are in that place of like just being so aligned with who you are and like stepping into that power, how you just attract that. It just comes to you. It flows like a river. <laughs> yeah. And I see this with many of my clients, you know, as soon as you let go of some old stuff and you connect deeper with this, with your soul force, with your authentic self, you know, there's this natural life force that starts to flow. And yeah, it's amazing. And I see this in you too. I see your, you shining, you know, just the same. So 
Yeah, 100%. And um, I want to kind of talk a little bit about that because I think when we were recording our last episode, we had talked about like limiting beliefs and old patterns that didn't serve us and maybe any trauma that we had experienced and how if we don't deal with that, if we don't address it and like go deep in the uncomfortable space of that wound, it will show up and manifest itself in certain ways in your life. Um, And I know for me from personal experience, I'm actually in the midst of healing some of those wounds myself, but I'd be curious to know, was there something in your life that changed as you decided to make a bigger investment in yourself and kind of up-leveling your business and yourself? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, it's so easy to be identified with our conditions. You know, we look at our life and we look at our bank account and go like, oh, man, you know, I don't have enough money. There's not enough money coming in. Or we look at our health or our bodies and go like, oh, man, I'm still chubby. I'm never, never going to lose those last 15 pounds or whatever it is. And and yeah, so we allow our mindset and the way we're feeling about ourselves in life to be dictated by our circumstances or our history or our story. And yeah, I've, I've done that big time. And, um, and I realized I need help to get myself out of, the, out of a certain mindset. And even though I'm an empowerment coach and I've already ha- have a coaching modality that I've been working with, I've been coaching people successfully, but you know, there's, there comes a time in life and the, my last six years I had changed countries. I moved to the US from New Zealand and I got married with the love of my life and I'm living my dream life. But still there's always an area where we feel some discontent or some longing where we feel like, oh man, I want more. And for me, it was my business and my, my reach and to work with more people. And, um, and so, and yeah, and it's been a number of years and I've been feeling this, but I thought, no, I need to do this by myself. And I did a bit of this, bit of that, bit of this, you know, dip my toes into that, but it didn't really change my life. And so then I thought, okay, that's it. I need a mentor. I need somebody. Um, and so this is, yeah. And the thing, as soon as you put out this, this, um, uh, request to the universe, you know, the right person shows up. And so mm-hmm. I'm working with Mary Morrissey and, um, signed up for like a year immersive, um, really immersive, supportive program to support me and my mindset. And then also in her coaching program. And, um, and so, yeah, so the, the glow that you're seeing is that rather than now focusing on my situation and yeah, I'm not doing as well as I would like to, I'm now focusing on my vision. I'm focusing mm-hmm. on, you know, what I would love in my life. And I do this every day, several times. And so I keep my energy up and I'm keeping my vibration up and my focus is on what I would love. You know, and what, you know, and all my vision and step by step, I'm now with the support I have created for myself. I believe totally 100%. I'm already on my way. I'm already there. I'm already experiencing it. So, 
Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I'm so proud of you. Um, and I can so relate when I um, made the very large investment myself in back in February in my business and also like time and time again in a financial coach and then in a therapist and then in a personal trainer. Like literally, it's it's always been this thing that's really scary. You're like, no, I can do it. Like, I'm fine, right? Like, you're like I can, like, I'm getting by. It's not, I don't, you know, you kind of convince yourself you don't need it. And sure, you don't. Like, you can continue on your life as is, but it's that feeling that is a little icky when you when your head hits the pillow at night and it's like you're not stepping into your full potential and it's like there's that more like that longing like you talked about and that will kill you like that keeps people up at night and it's it becomes um, you know, it's like the pebble in your shoe that you can like, you can put a thicker sock on and you can put a, a different shoe on. And eventually the pebble is just going to really irritate you until you just take the pebble out. And like the pebble, taking the pebble out of your shoe is working with somebody to help you see your blind spots. Like mm. it's in investing in yourself and trusting that the universe has always got your back, right? Like abundance is everywhere. You show up and you invest and that's going to pay itself back tenfold. Hmm. And that's exactly, I've experienced that every time I did this, this was always scary. And that's actually my third coach I've been investing in in my life. Mm-hmm. And every single time it totally transformed my life, transformed my business, transformed everything. And so, yeah, I totally believe it. And I want to model it too, to my clients, you know, I'm the person who actually lives this and experiences that. Yeah. What would I teach it? <laughs> What's that? I said, like, what better way to teach it, right? Than to just lead by example. Like, you don't have to do anything. You just, you're just, you're doing you. (laughs) Yeah. And I love what you said with this pebble in the shoe, because that's exactly what it is. It's like this niggle. You know, you're meant to be doing something and you're not doing it. And you don't really know exactly how to, but you know, there's more. And, oh my gosh, it's so freeing when all of a sudden you sign up. Okay, it's scary, but you know you're on the way of doing doing this. And so the pebble is gone and it's so liberating. And so now it's just all energy instead of focusing on what's not there and I'm not good enough and I'm not doing it. You're focusing on doing it and being it and growing into it, becoming it. And that's so so freeing, so much freedom and power. Yeah. I I think what you said about like shifting from your current circumstances to your vision is something I've been doing recently in my business and and just for myself, like, what is my vision? Like, what is my purpose? Like, why am I here? Right. And it's like, your purpose, your purpose is you, like you are your purpose. And when I, I I would love to just have a conversation with you around the play between focusing on the day to day and like being present in your life and also looking ahead at the vision and always having that front of mind so that when the day-to-day stuff gets maybe doesn't go to plan or life happens we can still keep our eye on the vision without living in the future um because i think in my past i have a pattern of like destination addiction like oh as soon as i make like as soon as i do this like i'll be happy like as soon as i make six figures i'll be happy well i made six figures and like yeah, I was happy, but I was like already chasing the next thing. Right. And like, so it's that, that like 
postponing your happiness until you get that thing. And I'm sure you can relate to this like, okay, no, it's, it's not so much about postponing your happiness and making it conditional, but it's more about finding happiness now. And then anything more is a bonus and like really seeing like how to manage living in the present and having the vision of the future and holding both of those together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great a great point you're bringing up because I can totally identify. I remember a time where I had this financial goal and it was everything. I put everything in it. And I was literally killing myself to reach this goal. <laughs> yes. And I was kind of manipulating because the interesting thing was my belief system wasn't supporting that financial goal I was heading for. And so... Uh, May I ask, uh, what, was your, what was your belief system at the time that was not allowing you to hit that goal? Well, it was around that I'm not worthy to make that much money. I'm not the mm-hmm. kind of person that makes that much money in a month. Yep. And so as soon as I was getting closer, there was something switched and clients were pulling out, you yep. know, people were canceling. Ah, yeah. I was kind of freaking out. I was going like, no, and I was pushing, I was shoving. So I wasn't coming from a flow state. I was yeah. going to make it happen no matter what. And yeah. it's so like kind of force. Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah. I did make it. And the interesting thing was, you know, I thought I was going to be happy and I was going to be excited, but it was like nothing. Like you said, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I went like, oh my gosh. And that was the most powerful lesson I learned because I realized it's not the end goal that matters. It's the journey that matters. And that journey I lived wasn't the journey I would want to ever repeat again. And so this is why I signed up for a coach because mm-hmm. I want to um, experience more success, but I want to I wanted to be with grace. I wanted to be with joy and with ease. And I believe, totally believe it's possible. And, um, but hang on a sec. What were you talking about? You asked me a question about, oh yeah, to hold your vision, which is future based. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, being present in the moment. And, yeah, I I believe everything that's happening and everything we're doing is part of this vision. It's not separate. Yeah. You know, for me to do, you know, the the mundane things or the things I may rather not do, it's all part of it. And if I can do it with this attitude of gratitude and that I am becoming this, I am this person now. And how would this person? be doing those activities you mm-hmm. know how would the mm-hmm. successful businesswoman you know how would she be doing the dishes what would she be thinking you know and and so just using all everything that happens in life as a um pathway to being this now not in the future being this ele- elevated consciousness person now yeah i love that it's like the model of be do have um, I'm not, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but it's like, who do I have to be in order to have the thing I want? And often we're like, oh, we don't have the thing that we want. So we can't be the thing that we want. And that's where we have it backwards, right? Like, oh, I don't have enough money. So I can't be successful. Um, instead of saying I am successful now. And as I continue to practice that being successful, I will get the money will come. Mm. Um, And it's like that reframe for me and my clients, I think has been so huge is like, who do I have to be right now? And then act as if you already have the thing you want until you do Mm. and act, act like her, act like that successful person, act like the healthy person, like just mimic the things that 
she thinks and the things that she tells herself and the the things that she does. And eventually that will be you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, totally. And it's also just realizing that we are so much more than our circumstances, you know, we are so much more than our bodies, than our thoughts, than our emotions, you know, like I love that how Mary always says, you know, there's a power that's breathing us. There's a power that's beating our hearts. I mean, we couldn't beat our hearts once (laughs) if we tried. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I love this because it, it just keeps, yeah, it helps us to elevate our our state of being, just to claim that yes, we are more, and we may not know what that is, but yeah. even just to repeat it, it just we tap into something that's greater than us. Totally. Yeah. yeah, and then also the other thing which I totally love is that we are allowed to live a life we love, and you know, one of the questions to ask ourselves is, what would I love in this area? You know, what would I love in my health? What would I love in my relationship or in my vocation or in my money and time freedom? Mm. And to really allow ourselves to allow our imagination to go wild, like when we were a kid, you know, to really imagine that and. Um, yeah, and let that be what we affirm every day, and just let uh, yeah, and we become the person who loves our lives now. Yeah, you know? that's so beautiful. Oh, um, I'm curious to know. Like, I think that we both have we have shared a lot of like our experiences, and I would love to get like a little bit more specific and granular, just like, it's nice to talk about on like a conceptual level, just like understanding like the principles of, of all of this and like up leveling and, um, and really starting to attract what you want. And also it's really important for, especially everyone listening to understand how they can apply it to their lives, like in very specific ways. And I think something that we've both experienced, um, a lot lately is in terms of investing in like investing in yourself and, um, money mindset and belief system around what you're worthy of in money. And I would love to go there with you if you're willing um, to talk in more detail about your experience. I can share my experience, um, my limiting beliefs around money. And like, then maybe we can kind of talk about it just as a conversation and let the, let it kind of go into however it unfolds. Um, And then now where we're at now with our relationship to money and investing and how that's really transformed both of our lives and our businesses. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. I, I love talking about this. I mean, our belief systems, beliefs run our show, right? So whatever we're experiencing right now, this moment, it's a mirror of our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, about how many years ago now, 15 years or something or 10 years ago, I my whole life fell apart. I lost everything. We lost our family home, our marriage. I had no money and really just a small part-time business at the time because I was a stay-at-home mom. And so initially I was blaming the economy. I was blaming my ex-husband. I was blaming myself. And and so this is, and I shared this last time too, but I think it's important. A friend came to me and he said, Carolina, you know, what you've created is because of your patterns of thinking and your way of being. All you need to do is change those and you can create something different. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, it was such a scary situation to be in. I felt totally lost. I had no idea how to get myself out of it. But when I heard this, I got hope and I went like, okay, this is it. You know, if this is how life works. I'm going to prove it to myself. And so that's when I rolled up my sleeves and that's when I got my first coach. And I didn't have much money. And I, did, in fact, I didn't have hardly any money, but I knew alone I had no chance you know and so I started to get myself help to turn my subconscious inside out to really look at my way of being and my patterns of thinking and that's when all those beliefs came to the fore like I'm not good enough women are second-rate citizens you know money doesn't grow on trees you know women are not even allowed to work you know like um, money is the root of all evil oh man that was a big one for me too Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rich people, you know, they get rich by being, you know, bad people. Yeah. Know? Rich people are assholes. That's what I thought. Like yeah. they're just trying to like take all the money and like they're selfish and like they're just salesy and yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so relate. Yeah. So, so many. And yeah. And being, wanting to be a spiritual person, of course, I didn't want to have anything to do with money. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's bad. It makes you a bad person. So mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I discovered all those different beliefs. And so one by one started to um, shift them. And also just going, what's really important when we want to change beliefs is that we uh, release the emotions that fuel them. Mm-hmm. You know, then that's our core wounds or childhood wounds. You know, when I didn't have pocket money, when everybody else had money, you know, and I felt less than, and I'm never going to have money and I never can do what I want to do. And, or, you know, when we had a, a guy who had a, um, uh, was it, who won lotto and built this big house next to where we were living. And I heard my parents all make negative remarks about him. And so, you know, having money is really bad and, you know, all those kind of things. And so I piece by piece started to turn this around. And that's why I believe I needed that help and we need help because it's subconscious. It's, we don't even know that it's there, right? Uh, yeah. And so when we dive deep and get the, you know, the healing work and to really release this, those old pains, the emotions, and then we free ourselves so up so much, we connect back to our potential, to this part in us that is free, that knows we are worthy regardless of what we're achieving and not achieving, knows that money is just an, it's an energy, you yeah. know, it's, a, it's basically a symbol for freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, and so to reframe all those things and come to a greater level of freedom, and which then enabled me to triple my income, to build my business, you know, and then later on attract the love of my life and totally change my life around, you know. And so I think that's the process. I think that's the key. For sure. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know if if you've had recent, like, ahas around this, but I even sometimes to this day will still have... Um, like, oh my gosh, I actually did do think that, I guess, right? Like someone will say something and you're like, whoa, I've heard that before. And I think that's what I've always told myself, but that's just not true. And, um, and that's such a great question for you guys listening to ask yourself is what is the story that I'm telling myself around money? And is it true? Is it my truth with a capital T? And like some of my limiting beliefs were like, money is the root of all evil for sure. Um, like rich people are like greedy. Um, I, I have, it has to be hard to make money. That was a huge one. Like I can't keep money. Like every time I make money, it seems to go away. Um, 
I, I can't, like, I don't know how to manage my money. Um, I don't want to deal with money, like all of these things and all of that energy. Like, I don't want to deal with money was basically me as if like money was like a boyfriend. Right. And I was like, I don't want to deal with you. Like, how would that boyfriend respond to me? He'd be like, well, then I'm going to leave you. And if you think about your money as like a relationship, like it is, you have a relationship with your money, with everything, with your body, with everything. Then when you say, wow, I'm so grateful for the $15 in my bank account, right? Like that's the actual, that's the first thing I did in helping me repair my relationship with money that helped me start to invest in other things was like, I was so focused on all the money I didn't have and all the success I didn't have that I not once looked in my bank account and said, wow, I am so grateful that I have literally after college, I had $12 in my bank account. Right. Mm. And I, I was getting laser hair removal and I couldn't get the last few treatments because I didn't have enough money to pay for it. I shouldn't have been getting laser hair removal when I was that broke, but whatever, that's a whole nother topic. But like, meanwhile, I was not grateful for that money, right? Like I was so focused on what I didn't have. And that goes, that happens at every new level of success. Like even when I saw the highest amount of my bank account, right? Like I, it's still like the first instinct was like, oh, but I want more. And it's like, no, you have to continue to practice that gratitude to attract more. Like, why would you be given more if you can't be grateful for what you currently have? And it has literally transformed my relationship with money. Like I opened my bank account and I'm grateful. And when I got my, my taxes bill this year, I don't know if you can relate, but you know, I owed on back taxes from owning a business and making a lot of money. And, um, at first I was really pissed off. I was like, I don't want to get my taxes, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was complaining. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm grateful that I have to pay taxes. I get to pay taxes because I have a business that's profitable enough that makes me have to pay taxes. And it was such a powerful reframe. Like, oh my God, I, people would dream to have a business, you know? And so I don't know if you can relate to any of those limiting beliefs, but I think like I had a lot of stuff that I had seen growing up with my parents, both Mm -hmm. being entrepreneurs and struggling, not struggling, but just definitely not thriving. Um, mm-hmm. and I just thought it had to be hard to make money. Money was like hard to come by. Um, and it seemed to be, it seemed that everyone else had it and I didn't and like mm-hmm. everyone else had it figured out and I didn't. And I was looking outside of myself for the answers. And I think deep down, like when you just start to identify what those beliefs are, you can really just ask yourself, are they true? And you guys listening, like take all of the ones that we've been saying and, and ask yourself, do you think that's true? And if so, in some way it's holding you back. Mm. Yeah. And maybe ask yourself, how are they showing up in your life or how have they been showing up? You know, mm-hmm. because for me, I could, when everything had fallen apart, I could see really clearly this little red thread to my beliefs that led to me just losing everything because I wasn't, like you said, you know, didn't want to have anything to do with money, you know, and, and just not taking responsibility. And, and yeah, and I had to experience this to just change my, like you said, my relationship with money and actually have an empowered relationship with money. And like you said, I love that you say, I'm so grateful for be, that I'm able to pay taxes. That's what I do or what I learned to do is with every bill I get, I go like, yes, I can pay my bills. How cool is that? Thank you. Thank you. And, mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. just, and I have a house so I can pay rates, you know, how cool is that? You know? And yeah, it's, it is. And it's literally just one little shift and it changes everything. It's like when we go from dissatisfaction or lack to appreciation and gratitude, it's, it, you ha- it has to be a conscious choice. And sometimes it's not my auto, like it's not my default. Sometimes I go directly to the victim or to feeling like, oh my God, you know? And I like kind of catch myself. I'm like, nope, Sam, that's not what we do, you know? And it's like, there's just some things that are harder to unlearn. Um, and I'm still very much unlearning a lot of patterns. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but it's definitely a ever evolving happening practice. Totally, Sam. And the thing is specifically, especially when you're actually heading for a dream or you have big goals, you know, everything has to come up. That That's the reason that you haven't got this dream or goal now. And so this is why having a dream is is like the best way to, to grow into the best version of yourself because you're constantly stepping out of your comfort zone and you constantly have to face those old patterns and those old paradigms and old belief systems and yes I'm doing it all the time every day something comes up and I'm like you I am reframing it and um, going like no this is not true Um, what is the truth and then what you want what I've learned is you reframe it and then you ask yourself what is one action I can take from this new empowered consciousness because then you're grounding it into action Mm, and that's really really powerful yeah 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 like the integration piece piece. Um, I, I, cause I think like in a world where we have Google, YouTube, Instagram, all these things, right. We are so hyper-focused on consumption, um, of information, but if we never actually implement and integrate and embody the thing that we believe, then all we're doing is just constantly like feeding ourselves. But like, if you imagine if like you were eating and and you didn't have a stomach to digest, right? Um, like you, what, what would happen with all that food, right? Eventually it would start coming back up. And so it's like, there needs to be a period of time where you're not eating so that you can digest the food and then poop it out and make room for more. And in the same way, it's like, we operate the same with how we take in information. And I, I, that's definitely a lesson I've learned time and time again, probably because I haven't fully learned it, which is, uh, take the time to integrate and embody. Like it takes time to learn and unlearn. Mm, totally, and that's a lifelong process. Mm. And and it's one that we can again we can complain about it and get get upset about it and beat ourselves up. Or we can turn it around and say, well, this is our, that's how we grow. This is how we become this, who we already really are down, down deep down. We already are this free, beautiful, boundlessly free, um, authentic self or true self, you know, this amazingly powerful being. And by setting ourselves those goals and just keeping reframing, keeping repatterning, um, yeah, this is part of the journey and let's just make the most of it and enjoy it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Like being at this place, I'm very much in a, um, in a growth phase in my life and almost like a restructuring of every thing I've ever believed. Um, and it's, I mean, I don't know if you can relate, but 
uh, everything in my life I've just been questioning, like all of my beliefs. It could be to do with money. It could be to do with business. It could be with relationships, with food, with um, like self-worth, body image, like everything. And I'm, I'm, it almost feels, um, it's very energetically taxing. Like it's tiring, right? Um, like doing the inner work and this expansion is actually exhausting. Um, and so I don't know if you've experienced that like energetic fatigue from doing inner work. It almost feels like a full-time job sometimes on top of the work that you actually do. You're like, Oh my God, all this processing, like I need a drink, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, I barely even drink. I don't need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it it can be like this. It certainly is like this at certain times, but there comes a time where you becoming this observer self more Mm -hmm. and more and Mm -hmm. you observing with compassion you're observing with love you know you you're like your your best friend you're your own coach and you're observing yourself and and you're celebrating your your insights and but yeah still sometimes there are times when you have to deep dive you have to dive really deep into your past unresolved issues you know those old pains that are still there the unforgiveness that may still be holding you back and and all those things and yeah this can be emotionally draining but you know what on the other side of that again it's it's so much more freedom and and joy and peace and all those kind of things yeah so are you happy are you like super proud of yourself and feeling really good about your financial decision to invest in a mentor Oh, 100%. I'm so happy because as I said, it's been like five, six years where I sort of had this niggle, you know, I'm meant to be doing more, but, you know, I haven't been really doing it, haven't really been stepping out to that degree. Mm. And I felt like, oh my gosh, if I died now, I'd be so pissed off (laughs) because I didn't live my life's purpose. You know, I know there's something there I'm meant to be doing and I'm not doing it. I mean, that's got more and more frustrating. And I think that's our frustrations can guide us to, because some people say, I don't know what my purpose in the evening is. And I think um, our frustrations can lead us to that, you know, because there's a longing behind it. You know, I long to make more of a contribution. And, and yes, to answer your question, I'm totally proud of myself and, and I'm, I, yeah, I'm enjoying life so much more now. And I'm, again, I'm learning and growing and I've got an amazing support system. And, and I so love sharing this with you, our, our listeners and yeah. anybody who wants to hear it, you know, you're worthy of, be, of being invested in, you're worthy of success. You're worthy of abundance. Abundance is. It's just we need to get ourselves in alignment with it, you know? Yeah. I. It's funny, like, saying that because I so, I'm like, yeah, 100%. And I think six months ago, I would not have even understood what that meant, right? Like, where you're just like, what does it even mean? And um, I think in terms of, like, making this practical for people listening who are maybe, like, curious about attracting more abundance and they're like, wow, I have a really fucked up relationship with money, but that's okay because now you can work on it. It's like, what were some of the first things that you did to help you when you were in that low place to like transform your relationship with money? Like you identified the beliefs, but then like the actual action steps. I know for me, it was looking at my bank account every day and being grateful 
for every single dollar in my bank account and then being super mindful of every dollar I spent and made um, and and just repeating these mantras in the morning like in my morning routine I would use I still do I still use affirmations abundance is everywhere and every time it's so funny like I will drill that down throughout the day I'll go outside I'll just like find money on the ground and it happens to me a lot um, whether it's a penny or ten dollars it doesn't matter I pick it up like, and I think I would be someone that if it was a penny, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to pick it up. And it's like, no, that is me telling the universe that a penny is not good enough. So why would I ever get a dime or a dollar or a hundred dollars? Right. So like now, like any dollar that comes my way, I'm like, thank you. Oh my God. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so I would love to hear your experience with that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you asked me first about or the practical step. So yeah. what I've what I did was a lot of healing work just to unearth the the old and release it to actually let it go out of my system, out of my body and um, align more, become more aware of the power that's already in inside of me. The other thing, which was, is like you said, gratitude. Like every day, morning and evening, I've re- literally wrote down at least five things I was grateful for to yeah, to, to keep this high vibration consciousness. And I think that was definitely one of the things that um, helped me turn it around. The other thing was, um, yeah, affirmations, like you said. And whenever I was driving anywhere, my car was kind of my temple. And all I did was I was affirming, you know, abundance. I was affirming, affirming, you know, who I was and who I wanted to be. I was listening to, you know, Bob Proctor, Michael Beckwith. I was listening to a lot of um, empowering speakers and um, to just because I, I knew I was I had lost everything it was so easy to fall back into this black hole and going to poor me you know how am I going to get out of it and I couldn't afford to do that the other thing I did was I became super super watchful of every thought that came into my mind and as soon as there was a negative thought and there were lots of negative thoughts at the time mm-hmm. amazing actually I literally crossed it out with a red cross through it and instantly replace it with a positive thought and I just kept doing it like a machine you know like mm-hmm. boom, just zap the old belief and create a new belief and I literally believe that slowly slowly I started to create new neural connections and it became more real and more integrated into my system into my neurology and yeah. And then, like you said, all of a sudden people come out of the blue and they say, Hey, mm-hmm. I want to work with you. I want to give you all this money. And, or, you know, yeah, or you find money and, and, or somebody gives you a whole bunch of money. I mean, it's, it's amazing what happens as, as new evidence you create. And yeah, it's, it's so funny to me. Like sometimes I do, um, I go through phases where like my, my affirmations will change in the morning, like depending on like what I'm really focused on right now. One of my biggest goals is to pay off my student debt by um, my birthday of this year. So November 26th and yeah, it's a big goal. It's a very big goal. Um, but I know it's possible. And so I've, some of my morning affirmations, actually I have them right next to me. Um, our money comes to me in expected and unexpected ways. Um, what else? I'm flipping through my pages right now. Let's see. Money comes my way quickly and easily. Um, it's always there for me and seeks out ways to find me. Um, money is offered to me often. Right. And like when I first started writing these, whenever it was, I was like, 
eh, I kind of believe him. Eh, maybe not, right? And like, there's this like definite hesitation, but I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to keep writing them down. I'm just going to keep writing them down. Well, I'll tell you right now, in the past 24 hours, I have had like three opportunities and like lump sums of money just given to me for like certain things. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And it's like, that's not going to end if I continue believing that. And I continue letting that be the thing that's just like, that's my normal. And like a year ago I was, okay. So in February, actually, when I hired my business coach, she was a $30,000 investment and it wasn't all upfront. It was in payments. Um, I had to put her on my credit card for February. And wow, that's very brave. Congratulations, Sam. Thank you. And I had no savings, no emergency fund. I had $10,000 worth of student, I mean, not student, um, credit card debt and all of my student loans. My relationship with money was absolutely awful. It was, I just didn't know that it was bad. Um, and then I was in this state of fear because I just made this huge investment and I didn't have money. So I had to find it and I did. And what I've realized is like money is always there for you and you have to trust that it will always continue to be there. And every time you pay a bill or every time you don't think you're going to be able to figure it out, you always, always do. And that lesson for me was like very paralyzing. Like I made a very irresponsible financial decision, if I'm being honest. Like I didn't look at my bank account. I didn't, I just said, fuck it, I'm going to do it, right? I'll figure it out. And, and it's great, right? Like I had so much trust, but also like avoidance in like what's actually going on. But it also helped me to make quantum leaps in my relationship with money and my business because I made such a big leap from where I was. And so for you guys listening, I would just suggest that you start thinking about this in the same way. Like it was, it was so powerful for me to just reframe that and then be like, well, okay, (laughs) I'm doing it, baby. (laughs) I don't know if you can relate to that, but, um, that was a huge thing for me at the beginning of, of this year. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And yeah, I can relate because when I made those initial, um, investments, um, way back when, when I was still living in New Zealand, um, I was with a back against the wall. Like I said, I'd had no money and, um, uh, yeah, I need to borrow money to even get the deposit to go into a f- flat after we lost our home, you know? And yeah. so I was in the same situation, but, but yeah, as soon as that, yes, it, there's a saying, it says, you know, if you, if you take one step the, towards your desire, the universe takes nine steps towards you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I experienced like you, you know, all of a sudden, because I had, it was do or die. And, and so I did things I normally wouldn't, wouldn't have done. And I stepped out of my comfort zone so much more than I would have ever wanted to. But that's what gave me the quantum leaps. And that's what helped me to turn everything around. So I can totally relate what you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it's like, it's finding a way to make it possible. It's like, there's, um, a lot of, a lot of women come to me and I'm sure for you too. And sometimes the, um, objection is like, I can't afford it. Right. And it's like, okay, sure. You might not be able to afford it with your current financial situation and your current mindset around money, 
but how can you afford it? Like, what can we do to figure out a way to make it happen? Do you have to borrow money? Is it a matter of putting it on a car temporarily? Is it like, there's so many ways. What can you sell? Can you go on Facebook marketplace? Can you do a side hustle? Like there is so many ways to make money and to save money. And I'd be curious to know too, from, from your experience when you were kind of at that rock bottom and like borrowed money, like what were the strategies that you used to be able to even afford the deposit, you know, like for your, for your flat or like to be able to afford that coach when you had nothing, like how do you invest in something when you don't have money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good good point. <clears throat> well, I asked a friend to to uh, lend me money, so that was fine, and I was able to pay her back pretty quickly. But I invested in a business coach, and he was a friend, and so he gave me. Uh, he said, "Yeah, he just gave me a stretch goal, but he didn't uh, charge us full fee, so I was being stretched." But I was also being supported. Mm. <clears throat> the next time when it's, um, can I ask you before you go into your next story? Did you ask for that stretch? Like, were you like, "Hey, I'm in a financial whatever. I need, I really need your help, but like, I financially just don't have the money. Like, how can we find a solution?" Or was it something that he proposed? No, he proposed. He knew where I was at, and he knew mm-hmm. what was going on, and so he just said, "Okay." He. He said, what is a good stretch goal for you? Sure. And so, and it was $100 a week. So it was now, I mean, it was really little in in the coaching industry, but for me, it was a stretch goal. And the thing I learned was that I found the $100 every week. He Mm -hmm. says, you will, if you commit yourself, there's $100, you will find them. There's some dynamic that goes on that you don't even miss it in your day-to-day, you know, yeah, you just up level just by making this commitment. You already up leveled your money mindset, and things turn around. Yeah, I, I feel like every single one of my clients that's invested in me comes back and says to me, "Oh my gosh, X just happened." I had a client who she she um, is a yoga teacher. I think it was um, maybe last October, and she invested in six months of coaching with me. And within 24 hours, she got a an, a huge opportunity. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're so right. The power of abundance. <laughs> and it's yeah. so cool what happens when we really do just trust that we're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, this similar thing happened to me, yeah, with coaching, but also with reading a book, you know, I read Bob Proctor's We Were Born Rich. And two weeks mm-hmm. later... I um, got this opportunity of buying somebody else's business and all of a sudden I up-leveled my income. I was, instead of being a subcontractor, was all of a sudden my own business owner and over-doubled my own in- income. Again, it was a stretch and it was a risk I took, but it, yeah, it, it was amazing. And so this was, again, there's different ways we can up-level our mindset and and actually, the other thing I want to say, what I noticed with a lot of people, and I've done it myself, I say I don't have the money. Mm. But you know what? Often it's an excuse. You know, it's there's something deeper than that. There's maybe a fear, yeah. or there's um, I don't want to step out of the comfort zone too much, or I don't think I'm really able to do this or you know and so I would like to challenge you our listeners to you know if you say you can't afford a coach or you can't afford this or that ask yourself what's really here you know what are you avoiding or what what do you you know if you face it it would free you up and you would make so much more progress 
Yes. Oh, I love that question. Fear is almost at the root of all objections anyways. Um, And it's like, anytime you tell yourself you can't do something, that's just a limiting belief because you can literally do anything. It may take you a long time and it may require mentorship and support, but there's there's nothing that can't be done. Um, And I just like so believe that it is all possible, even as far-fetched as it may feel. Someone has either done it before or can help you do it. Um, and it's like the book um, by Dr. Seuss, All the Places You'll Go. It's the book I got for all of my graduations, like middle school, high school, college. And it's something that I grew up as like such a value system for me was really, truly just like not having any limits on yourself. Like, no, I want this. And I don't need to justify that I want it. Like I always had to, I always thought I had to justify like, oh, I want this so I can. And it's like, no, I just want it. I just want this thing, right? I just want to pay off my student loans. There's no like, because I, whatever. It's just, I want to pay off my student loans, which means I want to make more money so that I can do that. (laughs) And it's so empowering when you're like, yeah, I can just, I can do that. Uh, Just like Susie can, you know, buy a Lamborghini or whatever the heck, right? Or like uh, this person over here wants to like buy this certain item. We all deserve that. We're all worthy of it. And like fully stepping into that and owning your power as a soul on this human experience is like, yeah, I I do deserve that. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. And I mean, the truth is we are those powerful creators, as you said, and we're all going to, in the next 365 days, we're all going to create a year, right? We're all going to have results at the end of the year in in all areas of life, but we don't get to not create a life, right? But we have the choice whether we create it by design or by our default past patterns, Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a wake up call for me too. I'm going like, okay, one more year. Where do I want to be? I don't want to be where I have been hanging out, you know, the last six years or whatever, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. I um, I, and like as we kind of wrap things up, I just recently did an exercise that maybe you've done, um, and if not, you guys listening, maybe you can try is um, going outside into nature, like your preferred. Uh, nature of choice, whether it's like ocean or mountains or trees, whatever. Um, and just doing some daydreaming, like making, um, mm-hmm. getting a pad of paper and a pencil or pen and writing out like what your vision is for your life, like three years from now. Um, it's an exercise I adopted from this book, Vivid Vision. Um, I think it's by a guy named Cameron Harold or something like that. Um, and we, I'll link it in the show notes below. And he talks about doing this for all of the businesses he's ever run and all of the people that he's consulted for. And there's something really powerful in the three-year mark where a year, you can still accomplish a lot, but it's a year. Uh, five years is also like half of a decade. It's a lot of time, but three years seems to be like a really good sweet spot he talks about. And so getting into nature and really thinking about like what your dream life is like Um, and no, like nothing is too big. Um, and that thing that you want may not even exist yet, which is kind of crazy to think about, right? Like just when Steve Jobs was making the iPhone, like that didn't, that wasn't a thing yet, but he had this vision. And so what is the vision for your life? And, um, I did this and I just moved and I have like this huge reservation near me and I just went into this reservation and I was just walking around and 
I just had these like moments of clarity of, whoa, I want this and this. I want to do these things. I want to go here and I want to feel this way and I want to be wearing these things and like all of this stuff that I've never really allowed myself to dream about because to be honest, I thought it was too big or like too much or, you know, all of the, all of the conditioning that I was told that, Oh no, you can't have that. Or like, if you have those things that makes you a bad person or like, who are you to want that much? You have to be grateful for what you have. And I was like, no, I can be grateful for what I have and want more. Um, Mm -hmm. Those two things can happen together. And so I really encourage you guys listening to try and exercise like that. Just like really put yourself into 2023. Yeah. And which is a crazy thing to even say 2023 and think about what your life could be like. Right. And once you start to just let yourself daydream, come back to it, you can come back to it a day later, a few days later and map it out. And I kind of did like a a mind map, like a bubble diagram and just kind of like got it all like laid out. And I will tell you, I did this last week. I have so much clarity in my life. I'm like, got to get rid of this thing, this thing. Okay. Time to sell, blah, blah, blah. Like moving things around in my life because I'm like, whoa, there's so much noise and there's so much excess and distractions and shiny objects and I know what I want and it's actually not that much, but the thing that I want is big. And so really helping me just like focus on what matters and not the little things that can distract you from the big vision. Um, So that exercise was super helpful. And that book again is called Vivid Vision. That's awesome, Sam. And that's what I do with my clients too. You know, the three years is a good number and to let your imagination go totally wild. And if your mind tries to check in and say, hey, how is that going to work? How is that even going to work? Just park the how and just focus on what you'd really love to experience, love to be, do, have or give, you know, in Mm -hmm. your life. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful exercise. And then because clarity without clarity, where are we going to head, right? We don't even know where we're heading. But um, the beautiful thing is, no, I lost my thread altogether. <laughs> <laughs> we're like talking about the future and imagination. We're like, hey, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm off of the fairies. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I lost it. Um, yeah. That's okay. If it comes back, then just interrupt me. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for like sharing um, and just being vulnerable and, and going there with the, especially with the limiting beliefs. I think there can be so much shame around money if it's um, if it's something that you're not used to talking about, or if there was shame growing up, or if you experienced hardship as a, you know, in your in your circumstances growing up, like if you grew up poor or with not that many resources, or in a neighborhood that maybe wasn't as um, privileged. It's like it's very normal to feel shame around it. And uh, I would say that this podcast is your demarcation of letting go of any shame and guilt around money and starting to have a healthier relationship with money so that you can attract the money that you deserve and that you want to make and that you want to have in your life. Mm, Totally. And I would like to just share one of my um, affirmations that I'm practicing. And it was, again, it was a little uncomfortable at first One is I love money and money loves me. I get to be the person I love being while money comes to me quickly, easily, and consistently. Money and I have a free-flowing, mutually appreciative, ever-growing relationship. I'm grateful for all the money I have and all that is coming to me. 
so so that's one of the things I feel is really stretching and expanding my money mindset. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, and you guys, we will be sure to post these um, limiting beliefs so that you can identify your own and then you can start to rewire and rewrite your story and attract massive abundance because let's be real, money gives you opportunity. Money is just energy. There's nothing crazy about it. It's more just, it gives you the power to have freedom and opportunity and access to so many amazing things in life. Um, and there's nothing bad about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's only good. It's how you use it. It's only good. And actually the one thing just came back, popped back into my mind. Oh, good, good. And so it's about the vision. So you've got this beautiful vision and it may be like two, three pages long, but if you condense it down to just a paragraph and then read it every day, you're still going to connect to the larger vision, to the energy of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's just going to start to take on life and start to guide you. And it's like you're saying, you all of a sudden you start to declutter and you get rid of things and you're going to start to be in action in according, you know, accordance to your vision. And the more you're in alignment with it, you know, it's like George Dispenza says, it's going to find you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You are such a beautiful soul. I'm so grateful to have met you in the magical world of Instagram and to be sharing you again on my podcast. You're, I think you're the first or maybe the second, but I think the first uh, double guest on my podcast. (laughs) And I just loved our first conversation and really wanted to have you back for more because I absolutely love your energy and your message um, and all that you have to offer. Thank you so much, Sam. It was an honor to be, you know, be on your podcast again. And and I'm just, is it okay for just offer to your, um, yeah, to your to our listeners if you're interested in having a conversation. There's a link going to be beneath the um, on the Mm -hmm. the show notes. I would like to offer you a free clarity session if you need help with your vision. Um, And it's usually two hundred fifty dollars, but I would like to offer this to you for free. So. That's amazing. Love to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for offering that to my audience. You guys definitely go check out Carolina. She is such a light. I'm sure you can tell from this episode. Um, and I'm really excited to hear what you guys think. So please screenshot this and tag us in your stories and let us know how it impacted you. Um, and I will be posting all of your social media links in the show notes so that you can go check her out. Um, thanks so much Sam you're so welcome Um, sending you lots of love and thank you so much for taking time to being on again yeah absolutely it was awesome (laughs) talk soon bye bye Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and a huge shout out again to Carolina for showing up and sharing her story around investing in herself and money and all of the limiting beliefs that we have both have that have stopped us from stepping into our true abundance. I hope that us sharing our story has really helped you understand maybe some of your old past beliefs and all the ways in which you can up level and step into this new level of abundance. I love you so much. Thank you so much for taking time to be here and I will catch you on the next episode. 